We need therapy. We need Welcome to the Retail Therapy Sessions. Publix, Ingles, and uh, oh, Walmart Marketplace. You know, this uh, is a good segue into something I'd like to talk about. And, you know, we, we do do a lot of bitching about stuff and whatnot. But uh, let's talk about, like, those employees that you work with that are just so fucking great. You know, that their attitude is always, and I'm not talking about the sticky sweet ones that nauseate you, just a, a great example of a great human being who their attitude is great all the time. They do the job to the best of their abilities. They're trying to help other people if they need help. Now, I don't know, Plain Tag, I know your organization is pretty big. Do you have a few of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. It, you know, one of the guys I work with, um, who's who's kind of over the crew, um, one of the most phenomenal people I've ever worked with. He his attitude is absolutely amazing. He is always happy. He's always joking around. Works his ass off, man. I mean, he is absolutely great. And he's the kind of guy that you know you should and you want to do whatever you can for. And, and he really takes it upon himself to try to keep everybody's spirits up or whatnot. He's not an ass kiss or anything like that. He's just a genuinely good dude who works really, really hard and, you know, keeps everybody motivated around them. And to be honest with you, I mean, I've had a lot of employees in my career. He is like one of a kind, man. I have never seen anything like this dude. And he's just an absolute joy to be around. And, you know, it's not like some creepy thing or whatnot. It's just a very natural, he, he's not acting. It, it's just who he is. And he's great at everything he does. And, you know, you want to work with this guy. And so, you got anybody like that where you're at, Hybrid? Uh, not anymore. Uh, because it kept on refusing to raise the wages, a lot of my good team members left. Like, Ooh. I want to say we have the lowest wage in the district for my store even though it's the size of it's one of the top 10 volume stores like i want to say mad dog's old store their average wage for their employees is 13 dollars and something cents ours is 11 dollars. see that's bullshit it should your average wage should be the same amongst chain unless you're factoring in you know cost of living which nobody does anymore but you know, it only takes a little bit of time for somebody to figure out, well, this store over here pays 13 and we're only paying, yeah, that's bad. Well, it's like all the neighboring stores like Marshall's and Harbor Freight and Dick's Sporting Goods, they're all starting their employees out. Well, Marshall's and Dick's is starting out at like 12.50 an hour and then Harbor Freight's starting out at 15. Well, I will tell you that Marshall's out of the gate with very minimal experience, we'll start an assistant manager at 50 grand, no questions asked, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, because I, mean, I want to say when we first opened up the store, my manager at the time was making 65000 a year, 70000 a year. 
And when boss lady told me how much she was making, I go, that's not as much as I'm making. But she's the one who got me. Yeah. Cause as operations lead, I I'm currently making 41,000. Right. I want to say she's maybe making 50, 55. Blaine she's tag. making more for Walmart. Oh, wow. Well, Walmart, look, I, I've got a friend of mine who works for Walmart corporate. All right. Walmart pays their managers very well, but, but you run a risk of a heart attack every day. <laughs> so so you, do I. Yeah, well, yeah, but, <laughs> but Walmart's a different kind of beast, man. There's a lot yeah. of people. Now, I to give you some insight into Walmart, what they do is before I took the job at, at home, I actually, the same friend of mine that worked for Walmart, he, he always told me if I wanted to get back into management, and I wanted to do Walmart. That was fine. Just don't do it in South Carolina. Cause he said by, by and large, the, for whatever reason, the Walmarts in South Carolina are the worst, but <clears throat> what Walmart will do is you have to list all your experience and they have a point system. And then based on that point system is what they start you off at as far as your management salary goes. So it's this weird math or whatnot, but, you know, and, and I had the job in an area that I wanted to go to. And then at the last minute, they decided to put me in Dalton, Georgia, <laughs> which was not where I wanted to go. And originally I was going to be closer to Kennesaw, which is where I wanted to be. Well, as you know, Dalton and Kennesaw are way far away. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. uh -uh, nope, not doing it. But yeah, Marshall's pays pretty well. Um, I think another thing we don't talk about a lot is, you know, if you're fortunate enough to work somewhere that pays you weekly, how much better that is for your life than having to wait every two weeks. What What's your uh, pay cycle, Blaine Tag? Are you bi-weekly? Or bi-weekly, yeah. They're actually just about to switch our week up, which... I actually had um, one, of my, one of my headlines coming up was... Paycheck to paycheck workers scramble to adjust their lives according to pay cycle change. Oh, so are they adjusting when your work week starts? No, no, just when, you know, going from like odd weeks to even weeks. Oh, is that going to put you going like an extra week without pay? No, so the way they're doing it is like this week we'll get like the full check and the next week we'll get a check for only one week and then the week after that or then two weeks after that. So actually, yeah, I guess. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, it's part of moving into the new district because we have to be in their pay week now. Oh, that's awful, man, because that's such an inconvenience to the yeah. employees. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, if we go out, I can Venmo you $12 for pizza in five minutes, but they got to hold my money for two weeks. Like, I understand why they do it, which is still fucked up. But, yeah, it's it's such a stupid thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like they hold on to that interest. And, exactly. you know, most, yeah. My, yeah, most places, you know, are two weeks. Now, I know <clears throat> Marshalls and TJX companies paid weekly, which was a yeah. huge thing. Um, Dollar Trees bi weekly. Um, Dollar General was actually weekly. Um, the place I currently work is weekly. And, but my work week's different. And this is brilliant from a payroll standpoint. My work week runs from Wednesday to Tuesday. So think about this. That means the middle of the work week is the weekend. So if your sales are slumping and you need to cut payroll, guess what? You can cut it on Monday and Tuesday and your weekend is left alone. That's brilliant. Yeah. Very. 
one thing, like, I won't credit the movie theater companies for a lot of brilliance, but one thing that, like, I really wish more companies would do is their pay week was Friday through Thursday. So the same thing if Friday, Saturday, Sunday are shitty, like, you can cut hours, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And, I mean, from a business standpoint, it makes great sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's odd getting used to at first, but, yeah. you know, this is the second time. And they used to not be that way. You know, back when I worked there in high school, it was typical or whatnot, but... You know, the, by the time I went there the second time, they had moved to this Wednesday to, you know, Tuesday thing. And it, I mean, it doesn't bother me, but when, you know, if you understand how business works, it, it's genius. Yeah. I mean, it, it, because so many times, you know, you, you're working in a store where your work weeks, you know, Sunday through Saturday, your sales have been shit the first part of the week, and your DM's calling you saying, hey, I need you to cut X amount of hours on Saturday. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, these guys don't have to do that. And, you know, it's kind of like just baked in there that your weekends are safe. I mean, yeah, I mean, we have like a ton of call outs and stuff like that anyway, but, you know, you do not have to cut payroll those days. And, and that's beautiful. You know, if you're a store manager, you should love that because there is nothing worse than getting that call. And all of a sudden, you know, you're working somewhere like Dollar Tree where you only have five people work on a Saturday anyway, and your sales are shit, and your boss says, okay, you got to cut down to two and, you know, three. That sucks. Yeah. I remember... Like I got my trucks on Friday, and I want it pushed out by, like, Monday. Oh, that's the worst thing, is trucks and, like, their quote-unquote how they... when they should be done. Mm-hmm. But that's a story for another time. What were you saying, blind tag? Oh, I was just saying one of the issues I've had is with PTO where if you want to take the week and then have that Saturday and Sunday off at the end of it, you know, not have to come back on a Sunday, which is the absolute worst to come back on va- from vacation on a Sunday. You know, you need to take that extra day at the end or you need to take four days one week and then one day the next. It is, it's always like a pain in the ass with the managers. I'm like, I just wish they'd. You know, change that Friday through Thursday. It just it was so much easier. How many managers does that building have, man? Oh, I can't even count. Cause I mean, God, that those things. Do you know square footage on that by any chance? No, and you know what? They'd probably be pissed off at me for not knowing that because it's like oh. one of the things they oh, shame on you. About, yeah, I mean, those places are massive. I, I mean, I, I've only been to one, and that wasn't in Atlanta. All right, and that place is like ginormous. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like the one back home was like pretty small compared, but yeah, the one I'm at is one of the bigger ones. Like we have a full ass huge store. You're a department manager, is that right? No, I'm just a I'm just a sales associate. I don't. I'm, well, how many years you been there now? Uh, almost seven. Seven years at one place is like an eternity. At least it feels that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. Some of the places I worked two years felt like an eternity. It's like, oh god, get me out. I'm about to die. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I'm, I would imagine you guys, how many trucks a week do you guys get? Oh, I don't even know. At least two, at least two every day. Damn. How yeah. many you, how many you get hybrid right now? It's like one a week. And then the next week we'll get two a week and then back to one. Like their idea of a half truck is like 30 pallets. Did mad dog ever tell you about the at home trucks? No. Oh, Jesus Lord. Okay. So that dumbass company. All right. They, used to brag to their shareholders about they ran a lean payroll model. My building 
And, you know, Mad Dog worked there. It was the size of like a full bore Walmart. I mean, this thing was fucking massive. All right. We only had 25 people on staff. <laughs> that was it. And the way our trucks worked were they were drop shipments. You were supposed to have that entire truck done in 48 hours. But here's the kicker. Those trucks are packed from front to back, ceiling to floor, no pallets. So you have to use rollers, pull boxes off, have this quote-unquote team of people separate, you know, take everything out of the box and load it on these shitty-ass carts. Now, what would happen is you weren't allowed to take in another trailer unless the trailer you had was empty, okay? Which makes sense. If you, We were getting trucks like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all right? But then they would do stuff like, oh, the holidays are coming. You're going to get a truck on Monday. All of a sudden, you've got a truck coming on Tuesday. Your DM is calling you saying you have to take the truck. So the truck that you still have remaining from the day before, you have to pull everything off and chunk it on pallets. And I had that happen where I had four trucks come in a row. All of a sudden, I wound up with 120 pallets of freight that needed to be worked with no one to work it. Yeah, that and was I, about how Target was. And I was the asshole. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Why are you sending me four trucks back to back? And they're like, you fucking figure it out. I'm like, damn. Yeah, Target was the same way where they would just send you trucks back to back and everything was unloaded by hand. I probably broke, I don't know how many fingers on the rollers. Yeah, I hated the rollers. Hated it. Well, see, a, a lot of people don't know this. At home used to be Garden Ridge. Are you familiar with Garden Ridge? No. All right, so Garden Ridge, it, it, it was basically the same same business, but it, they sold more art supplies and stuff like that. And when they rebranded and went to at home, they decided to do home decor. But the same problems persisted through through both chains is they would send out a shit ton of freight to these stores, knowing good and damn well they don't have anybody there to work it. Then their RVPs and DMs get pissed off, and all of a sudden it's the store manager's fault. I mean, what are you supposed to do? They they would not give our employees overtime. Their answer was call the temp service and get like three or four temps to come in and work every single time, which made no sense to me because you got people in your building who want the overtime and want the work, and they refused to do it. So we had to call this. We had a temporary service that was on file that we would have to call and get three or four people who may have never worked in a warehouse or retail ever before, and somehow that was supposed to be better and help us out. I mean, that's the thing, like, where I'm working now, they because they refuse to raise the wages, we, like, we hired a couple of homeless people and a bunch of high school kids. Wow. You know, that's where businesses like yours are going to suffer, is they're, they're not going to raise the wages to a proper level. It's like Dollar Trees aren't going to, Dollar Generals aren't going to, and those stores are going to continue to get ripped apart, managers are going to work themselves to death. And it's just a bad situation just because they won't pay, you know? I mean, that's literally what happened to us last year was we were going, our store was going through a remodel. So I'm literally working six days a week trying to get everything built and organized with the uh, two maintenance guys, trying to get everything merchandised. And then I want to say it was like the first weekend of September, I had a mini stroke just wow. from getting everything done. Yeah. See, it, it's it's one of the most unhealthy professions out there. I don't care what anybody says. 
I mean, it, you 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 can and will kill yourself for this business if you're not careful. Uh, like, um, What's up? So, in your job, do you do any of the stocking, or is that done for you? Uh, do, are you just coming in and like maintaining the department? Um, I'm ma- mostly maintaining. Um, basically, like mid afternoon, we get a list of everything that's coming overnight. That's usually anywhere from like a dozen to two dozen items, um, just for my department. And I just kind of have to either make room for it or just confirm that there is room for it. Um, if I come in in the morning and sometimes they're behind, I'll do some stocking, but it isn't strictly part of my job. Wow. So we did similar. I'm trying to think where was there. Dollar Tree actually thought that was the way it was supposed to be. Dollar Tree was like, okay, you're going to get your, your bills and you know what's coming and you're supposed to go out there and make room. Well, if you've got a full staff of people that can do that, that's great, but you, you, you never do. So we were never able to. I like the concept of being able to have somebody in the department saying, okay, you're getting 10 cases of pillows. You need to go make sure that there's room for those pillows. Now, is your stuff hard planogrammed or you get to shift it around? Um, it's it's hard planogrammed, but, I mean, we do have some leeway. We can move stuff if we have to, um, usually just within different product areas. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where there's never enough room. Like, if we were f- ever fully stocked, which, you know, it's been – maybe a year and a half since we've been able to fully stock. But if we were ever fully stocked, I mean, there probably wouldn't be enough room for everything. So it's like a, just a constant game of Tetris to get everything to fit. But you do have some freedom to move stuff around if you have to. Well, that's good. Hybrid. Your stuff's not planogrammed, right? Some of it is now, actually. They, oh, really? Certain brand, yeah, they want us to merchandise certain brands like a certain way now. Like I want to say I just got done doing nine planograms a couple weeks ago. And it's the small, like four foot section planograms for like, oh, the stuff that's supposed to be never out, but it uh, takes like four months for them to get it to each store. Dollar Trees, the only thing that was hard planogram on the Dollar Tree was the party supply wall, you know, where you go in where all the plastic forks and stuff like that are. Um, everything else when I was there was okay, you got say 30 feet of counter space, okay. You've got to fit all this category in 10 feet, all this category in four feet, you know, that kind of thing. So the planograms are based on just total space. And obviously with them, you know, (laughs) they would ship you 20 feet worth of merchandise. They expect you to put in 10 feet every single time. Yeah, same. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. And, you know, obviously when you work in like a grocery store, everything there is hard planogrammed, which, you know, I do enjoy. I mean, I, I will say grocery stores typically, you know, do a much better job with making sure their planograms make sense. Most places, you know, don't. Um, Kmart's were terrible. Kmart, <laughs> another waste. They would do like, let's say you had a full counter planogram. All right. And most of it was shelved items. They would actually waste the money to send you shelf strips that had the quote unquote item tag printed on it with the idea that you're just going to put this shelf strip up and then bam, there's all the tags. Guess what? They never fit. Products never fit <laughs> into it. We wound up having to cut them and like cut spacers and like put it because, you know, it, it just awful and just a waste of money when you could just print out tags and, and be done with it. But they would every week you'd get this box full of shelf tags for each planogram and they thought that made it easier and it didn't. It actually made it harder. That just from my experience just sounds like one of the dumbest motherfucking things I've ever heard. 
It, it, it is. What the fuck were they thinking? It, it, it is. It was the same way, but for the most part, they were actually pretty good on the spacing. Um, like the only problem was like the next week we'd have a revision for it, and like half the items would be just gone off that planogram. Yeah, I, the Kmart fiasco was something else. I mean, because nine times out of ten, the product never fit where it was supposed to. And this company wasted so much money on shit like that and that, you know, they they couldn't get past, you know, let's say you have an entire aisle of nothing but pillows. They would put every pillow on sale on that aisle rather than have like one sign per four feet that says all pillows, you know, such and such percent off. Oh, no. You, I mean, we are talking the printer that we had to use to print tags and sales tags was about five feet tall. <laughs> okay, this thing was huge. And these poor ladies were putting out thousands of sales stickers every single day. Just a complete and total waste with something I mean, they could have done with one sign. I don't understand why they went under. That doesn't make sense. No, see, that's the thing. <laughs> you look at what Kmart was doing. They tried to do all this crazy stuff to be like, you know, technologically advanced and just wasted. They were just throwing money down a hole because it didn't do anything. You know, we were one of the first companies to do, <laughs> believe it or not, in-store pickup. We had my gopher. That was a nightmare. The layaway was a nightmare. But when they started doing all this, it's kind of like the concept, hey, guys, you're doing too much. You know, like I said, they rented geese. I mean, that's all you need to know. <laughs> rented geese. Like, I, that's all you need to know. I mean, I, I wish on you. I need to look I, I, somewhere on YouTube's got to be some sort of tour of their corporate office. It is the most obscene thing because you got to remember their corporate office used to be the Sears Tower. All right. So the Sears Tower got leased out to whomever and they went and opened up this place in Hoffman Estates. And and I, like I said, i when I got there, I texted my boss. I'm like, no wonder we're broke because it was just, it's just asinine. And then the CEO didn't even have an office there. At least I would hope that where you work, um, <laughs> hybrid, they're not that over, you know, overzealous about their corporate facilities. But I mean, this was just something. And then where you work, blame tag, uh, they probably are, but they're foreign. So I'd have to look into that. Yeah. I actually don't even know what their corporate facilities are like. Just, the, the, I, I don't even know why this thing existed. I mean, I, I don't, you know, and I feel sorry for the people that work there. I mean, because I think now we're down to one Kmart left. And, you know, this this building, I mean, it was a marvel of construction. But it's like, you're looking at it and you're like, well, no wonder we're ranked, you know, last in all of retail for amount of money spent per square foot on store improvements. Because it's all here. <laughs> And it, 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 I mean, it was it was a great place. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. But you know, when you're working in a store and you've already came through several situations where there were managers that were quote unquote getting laid off because their stores got shut down, and Kmart was quote unquote losing their severance packages. Mm -hmm. And that really happened, by the way. Yeah, I can't imagine well, like your workers are making sub living wages. People are getting laid off and shit, and then just hearing that the company you work for rented geese. Oh, dude. I, I'm going to look today and see if I can find. There's got to be some sort of video of of their cafeteria. It it, it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I I, I mean, it, I when I walked in, it it was kind of like how you feel if you were a child and you walked into Wonka Land the first time. You 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 just look around. And you're like, holy shit, what is this? 
and honest to God, just about any ethnic food you wanted, they had an individual restaurant in like each little area, and you could go get it. And the food was good. They weren't hiring like shitty cooks. That's for damn sure. And they did have like some restaurant there that was like some real big uppity restaurant that was really, really expensive. Nobody, you know, none of us ate there because we weren't going to pay that. Because, you know, Kmart wasn't exactly giving us, you know, a per diem. They just figured, hey, we've locked you in our tower and you can eat here. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it was nuts. And I mean, and they shuttled us around in buses. Like we we can't get we we can't get you know new shelves, but you just throwing money away. And at home was the same way. When you know if you look up the Gaylord Texan out in Texas, that's where they sent us twice. And uh, you know there again when they cut our payroll real bad, I mean like real bad. Like they were like we were getting phone calls from our DM apologizing how much they were cutting our payroll. And I, I asked them like, well. Can they not cancel the store manager retreat and take that money and put it in the payroll? Oh no, <laughs> no, you know. And of course not. But I mean, it was open bar. I got to watch some people make some fools of themselves, so that was oh, fun. That's good. I mean, I will say this though: the CEO was pretty nice. I mean, he literally would come around and shake your hand and talk to you for a second. He was not like he he mingled in the crowd. He it was one of those situations where nobody ever let him know what was going on in his stores. He didn't know. He had no clue. Super nice guy. But, you know, it is what it is. Closing comments, anything anybody has to say. It doesn't even have to be on any particular topic. So, because we're sitting at like an hour or two hybrid, I will say this. The moment that you exit that place, I think that's the moment we need to have an episode with you and Mad Dog on at the same time. Oh, definitely. Oh, my God. That will be one for the fucking ages. I could probably get Boss Lady to come on, too. Oh, that'd be great. She, yeah, because yeah, I know she she actually had an interview today. Oh, nice. Well, you keep me posted on that because once y'all free, we're we're going. And 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 honest to God, that's gonna be one of those. Here's hybrid. Here's Mad Dog. And if Boss Lady's there, I'll be like, okay, tell us about your experience at this company. And I'm just gonna sit back and drink and let y'all go. Because <laughs> that'll be a good one. That'll be a really good one. Flame tag, you got anything? I don't know if I have any uh, closing arguments. Um, I'd like to get my friend Nightmares in store on one of these calls. Um, yes. yes. Be, uh, I've been trying to get her in the community for a while. So what's her story? Um, she's, she's one of my friends from like way back. Like, like I've known her for a while and she just got a job in like earlier this year, um, self-storage. And she has uh-huh. a lot of crazy stories about that. Like, you know, people trying to skip out on pain. People, I guess, like will hide stuff in vacant units and put their own locks on it, and then they can't rent those units out because it's locked. Like stuff like that. Like she's got a lot of weird stories. Oh, I bet there's some crazy shit there. I bet there are people that live on those things too. <laughs> and you know, I think I asked her about it. I don't remember if she said that happens or not. Yeah, that 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 would be that would be a good one. Actually, here where I live, um, there was a story of a guy who was renting out a place in a storage unit and sleeping there. Because it was cheaper than rent. That kind of goes along with everything we talk about. The the world is so shitty and wages are so bad that it's cheaper to rent a storage unit and sleep in it than actually have a home. I mean, like, because I went to the bank last week to see about mortgage for the plot of land. And they're like, well, we don't do lot loans. I was like, okay. They're like, but we do do personal loans. Uh, And with your credit, you could do 50,000 over 15 years, which would be $300 a month. Shit, that's not bad for how how many acres? 
Uh, I've been looking at a few places. Like, there's four acres and five acres for like fifty thousand. That's like, not bad, dude. With a creek, I know. But the so only thing, those, though, the charges that you incur, you know, trying to put a home on it, is where they get you. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I can do, I can clear off the land myself, and I do have some construction background because of my family. So it's one of those things where I could do a bunch of this stuff by myself. But worst comes to worst, I, I could just put a tent on there and just yeah. live out of that. Or get you one of them tiny houses. Well, that's what I was going to do is use the trees that I cut down to build like a small cabin until I could actually get something on there. Oh, so you'd be basically completely off grid. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's they the have. Thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's. Pretty much what the retail refuge is going to be about. Nice. So retail refuge is going to be about you getting out of retail and like starting this like project on land, basically. Pretty much, it's going to be me still working in retail until I can find something else, but still doing these small this project because with five acres, I mean, I could do pretty much whatever the hell I want on it. So well, you know, build- as, you, as you progress in that, once you start making like some headway. I mean, that'd be a good idea to have you on the show one night and let you just kind of talk about what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that'd pretty be much, good. I was going to film a video just for the channel and go, you know, this is what the channel's about. This is a little bit about me. And then I just kind of overslept. Yeah, well, you still got to be careful, though, um, you know, with where you work and whatnot, probably. You know, if anybody says, hey, this this guy's doing this. I, it would just be another thing for them to try to fuck with you with. I could, they could sponsor me. Give me the tools that I need, and you know, do a little shout out on YouTube for them. Boy, that would be the ultimate payback for all the stress that you went through. Is they sponsor your shit? <laughs> well, considering they've left me with like a six thousand dollar medical bill, yeah. Damn, damn. Mm. All right, gentlemen. So I'm going to chop this up and whatnot and edit out all the stuff that we don't want said and um, I will probably since today's Wednesday so I got time it'll part one to go out on Monday this has been the retail therapy sessions make sure to check out the retail warzone podcast as well and if you like what we do please leave a review and share with your friends thanks for listening